Today on the Modern Dad Society podcast, nostalgia, stress, excitement, and even loneliness may surface. All this can contribute to complex emotions. So navigating this array of feelings is very important for maintaining a positive atmosphere throughout this year. Life, he has to fight his demons, change his perspective, leave behind the life of lies and scheming. When your family's at stake, there's no impunity. Every choice he makes can trickle down to his community. Building foundations from hard work and patience. These are the lessons we'll be passing down for generations. A place where men won't just accept their fate quietly. Welcome to the modern dad society. You're listening to my dad, DeShazer. Welcome to the society. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the Modern Dad Society podcast, where we understand that our children learn from our actions, not just our words. We believe in personal development, highlighting the powerful influence of staying present and making conscious choices in shaping our lives and the legacy we pass down to the next generation. I am your host, DeShazer, and I'm so grateful that you've uh, decided to join me again on this episode. Um, Like always, I'm excited to talk about what we have today. Um, But first, let's go ahead and take a deep breath in and exhale, breathing in that beautiful oxygen with gratitude in our spirit and love in our hearts. We don't want to forget that. This is what keeps us grounded. So make sure if you're new to this podcast, you're following me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I throw up content there throughout the week to um, that pretty much is based on the topics that I speak about on these episodes. So you want to make sure you're following me there. Join our community on Facebook where you can ask questions, engage with me, make suggestions and uh, also too. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. I know Apple will automatically download each episode for you. So you'll have it in there in your personal playlist. And that also helps boost me up as well. So make sure if you're on um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, make sure you are subscribed as well. So it's downloading. That does matter in the algorithms and it helps boost me up. So if you don't mind, go ahead and doing that, leaving some reviews to help me know how I can better this podcast as well. So I wanted to go ahead and release this episode today, uh, which is a little bit different than we're normally talking about, with this, which is a lot of, you know, uh, self-awareness, mental health, and um, mindfulness. Uh, I guess it has a lot to do with that in here, but it has a lot to do with um, the holiday seasons. And I want to release it today because uh, seeing that Christmas is pretty much next week, Um, as we go into this holiday season further into it, I want to have some things that I want to share that can, um, give you different perspective on this season. And so today, um, I'm going to dive into the topic that's close to the heart of the holiday season, gift giving and array of emotions that come with it. And as we explore practical tips on striking a balance between gift, um, giving and preserving that the true meaning of the season. We'll also discuss navigating the complex tapestry of emotions that often accompanies this festive time. So whether you're wrapping up presents or reflecting on a deeper significance of the holidays, 
I want you to join me as I address some uh, perspectives during this season. So first, I want to say that me and my family's approach. So years ago, we decided to reevaluate the traditional way Christmas is celebrated in modern society. And we decided not to dive into the commercialized and materialistic aspect of the tradition but, you know, with all the elaborate decorations and the lights and all the excessive gift giving. And because these activities weren't really teaching my children about the spiritual essence of the season. So instead, we found significance in creating meaningful memories with family during the time. So Christmas to us is an opportunity to make stronger connections with loved ones, appreciating the values of being together and pretty much that the blessings of the family bonds. And, you know, because for us, it's about the joy of, you know, of giving, not just material gifts, but in a form of love, time and support. So while in the past, my traditional Christmas practices may have been more of a cultural um, significance, I believe that giving glory to the most high involves embodying the spirit of the season in a more profound and meaningful way. So this means extending kindness to those in need, embracing acts of charity, um, and embodying the teacher, teachings of, uh, of love, compassion, generosity that the holiday season represents in its purest form. So I prioritize the simplicity of the holiday, holiday season. Rather than, you know, giving into the societal pressures of conforming to the uh, commercial, commercialized holiday of, you know, being stressed about getting presents and, you know, getting stuck in traffic and, you know, being caught up in the busy malls. You know, I chose to take the time for peace and relaxation that Christmas affords. And this allows me to appreciate the season for what I feel its attendant purposes to reflect, be grateful, and most importantly, to spend quality time with my family. You know, in our diverse society, the beauty of Christmas lies in the fact that we each have the freedom to celebrate it in our own unique ways. And it's important for me to emphasize that I'm not here to impose my beliefs in this aspect on anyone listening. Don't get me wrong. Instead, my intentions is to lay the foundation for understanding as I share how I personally navigate emotions and giving gifts during the season. So my focus is on imparting the concept of the Most High's pure love to my children. And this involves not just teaching them about the true meaning of Christmas, but also leading by example. I strive to communicate as clearly and as lovingly I, as I possibly can with them, not only within our immediate family, but also the relatives outside our close circle. So essentially, I believe in celebrating the freedom we have to shape our own Christmas experiences. By sharing my perspective, I want to create a space for understanding, love, and connection within my family and beyond. And it's about creating a genuine and warm holiday season for everyone involved. So let's talk about navigating emotions. The holiday seasons, renowned for its joyous, uh, joyous festivities, is also a time that we can elicit a broad spectrum of emotions. Nostalgia, stress, excitement, and even loneliness may surface. All this can contribute to complex emotions. So navigating this array of feelings is very important for maintaining a positive atmosphere throughout this year. So let me be clear. 
Perfection is not the goal during the season. Despite what you can't afford or give to your children, maintaining an emotional balance is so important. So setting realistic expectations is key when it comes to how you navigate the holiday season. So don't be hard on yourself because when you continue to set the bar high, then you won't be able to break the cycle of the heavy weight that the season can bring. So remember, it's about creating meaningful traditions centered around connections rather than material aspects that also proves instrumental. Engaging in activities that bring joy, such as volunteering or sharing stories, contributes to lasting memories and emotional bonds. And you could do this with your children. I mean, we haven't yet, especially since we just moved to a different state, but we love to do volunteering opportunities with our children so they can see what it feels like to give to others. They can look at a different side of the coin and see a different perspective and not just receiving gifts, but giving gifts. So parents, another thing that you want to be aware of is prioritizing self-care during the holiday season. So allocating time for personal relaxation and activities that bring joy. And this enhances your emotional well-being, but also contributes to better support for others. America slows down around this time of year, and we have to utilize that time wisely. And let me tell you, stressing over what we want to get someone or get is not giving your body room to rest. So remember that. Always remember that when emotions become overwhelming, uh, you definitely want to seek support from friends, families, or mental health professionals. I never want to stop reiterating that because having that support is key. I don't want anyone to feel like they're alone during any tough times in their life. So through these strategies, individuals and families can create an environment where the spirit of, um, you know, togetherness prevails, creating a sense of joy during the holiday season. For us, our gift giving in our family, the way we celebrate Christmas is a bit different from the mainstream. We embrace a unique approach to gift giving that we call blessings month. And so, um, this isn't, I heard this from somebody else and I thought the idea was just amazing. And it's not necessarily about excluding Yeshua from the meeting for us. Rather, it's time when we focus on teaching our children the beauty of giving over receiving. And so during these months, we not only bless our own children with gifts, obviously they're, they're children and they still want to, you know, they, they still would love to receive things, but we also extend our efforts to those in need providing necessities, volunteering, and sharing our spiritual gifts and talents. So it's an embodiment embodiment of what we believe Yeshua would be doing if he was physically walking around on the earth today. So implementing this change has not been without challenges, of course, especially in gaining understanding from our parents, <laughs> my mom, my, my, or, you know, uh, my wife's mom and dad, and pretty much grandparents. And, you know, over time, we've uh, worked to explain our, our motivations and creating an environment of respect and love that is now cherished. But uh, it definitely was a challenge in the beginning because, you know, what we did was something completely different from how we were raised. And so while our children are more than welcome to partake in family celebrations outside of our immediate circle, my wife and I grapple with finding the balance between our lifestyle and their enjoyment 
of time with extended family. However, our principles stay consistent as we recognize the importance of guiding our children to build a personal relationship with the Most High. So our goal is to lead by example. And while our children may celebrate with family, uh, you won't find Christmas trees and lights in our or on our house during this time. And if our children ask why we do things differently, we'll explain to them. I mean, allowing them, you know, the freedom to decide what the most high wants to direct for them in their life. But this is something personal that my wife and I decided to do years ago. So what we won't do is perpetuate the myths about a man coming down a chimney or sitting on a man in a red suit's lap at the mall. Our daughters, especially Ava, understands um, this, you know, to be very important. And um, they understand that all good things come from the most high, not not Kris Kringle. <laughs> so some people have labeled me uh, Ebenezer Scrooge during the holidays, saying that I'm taking away the fun and the, the spirit out of everything. <laughs> but my desire is to be honest with myself and my children. I mean, I believe in maintaining their trust by avoiding tales about mythical creatures that really could later confuse them and potentially compromise the truths I tell them about Yeshua. And so my girls, particularly my seven-year-old Ava, um, has had serious conversations with her teachers about the restrictions of Bibles in schools compared to, um, but yet they celebrate Christmas and emphasize gifts, gift, gift giving very heavy there but they won't say what the season the reason of the season is it's just about giving gifts uh white elephant and the grinch and santa's coming and you're gonna sit on their lap and even her as a seven-year-old understands how confusing that is and so in a world filled with confusion our choice is to embrace honesty and authenticity when it comes to our children so our approach to the holiday season might be extensive, but I want to share some practical tips and how you can give generously while maintaining a strong focus on the true principles behind the season. These are 10 tips that I feel um, is very powerful and important to consider to having a different perception. So number one is prioritizing meaningful experiences. So instead of focusing solely on material gifts, prioritize experiences that align with the true spirit of the season. Consider activities like volunteering together and creating special family traditions. Number two is teach gratitude to your children and share this teaching with each other. So instill a sense of gratitude in your children by emphasizing the value of appreciating and love and the um the togetherness shared during the holidays. Encourage them to express gratitude for the people in their lives rather than the material possessions. Uh, number three is set gift giving limits. This is a huge one. So you want to establish reasonable limits on the number of gifts given to each child. And this helps prevent excessive focus on materialism and encourages a more thoughtful approach to gift giving. It also helps prevent jealousy. Now for me, I grew up and my brother got a lot more gifts than me. Why? Because we had 
somewhat of a blended family. So my mom was remarried, but my, my biological father wasn't in my life, but my brother's biological father was in his life. So he would always come over with a bunch of gifts and, you know, um, that, you know, I would look at, at my age, like, you know, that kind of (laughs) sucks. You know, I didn't get that many gifts. And so, um, and so while that may be a little bit different and you can't control what happens outside, when what you can control is the amount of gifts that you give based off of what they bring into the house. I mean, it's not something that has to be standard, but it should be something that's considered. Why? Because our children, we teach them about Christmas in this materialistic way. So we can't be confused or upset or not understand when they get upset when they don't receive you know, they receive less gift than the other siblings. So you want to be very intentional and conscious about the amounts given. And so, um, so that's just my personal experience. And that's what I feel like should be heavily considered, uh, during the season again, especially since it's not about the gifts that we get. Number four is include a spiritual element. So growing up, um, my family would read the, um, you know, talk about the nativity scene and read about the birth of Jesus. Um, you know, they would go based off of the scripture in Luke two and pretty much just kind of like have this narration moment before opening up gifts. If you're going to celebrate Christmas in this way, it's important to, to have that foundation laid down so you can remember why you're having, you know, this, uh, holiday season. And so um, while gift giving is amazing and I know it's fun for children and even adults that love receiving gifts, um, you want to make sure that uh, the spiritual aspect is still uh, still laid heavy within the foundation of that day. Okay, so that's number four. Number five is emphasize the joy of giving. Teach your kids the joy that comes from giving to others. Encourage them to participate in selecting and giving gifts to family members, friends, or even those in need. So reinforce the idea that generosity is a central aspect of the holiday season. So when you're giving gifts, get them very involved. Tell them why they're giving gifts. Telling them what it's going to make someone feel, their emotions. Let them really see a deeper rooted energy that comes from, you know, this, um, this action. Okay. Number six is focus on quality, not quantity. So shift the emphasis from the quantity of gifts to the quality of gifts chosen. Select thoughtful and meaningful items that convey love and consideration rather than the abundance of presents. So one thing that um, that we do, me and my wife do, when we give gifts to our children at any point of the year is we try to find gifts for one that is educational um, or stimulating and for two something that they can actually share with their sibling you know like like a board game or um, you know a a doll set with multiple multiple little dolls uh, that that goes with it <laughs> one thing that we do with our girls is because they want to argue about what's theirs is we tell them nothing's theirs it's all ours we just let you play with it. And, you know, and then my seven year want to be smart talking about what about my Barbie dolls at yours, daddy? I say, yes, the Barbie dolls are mine as well. Shoot. How you think I learned how to do your hair? It is my Barbie dolls and I'm letting you play with it. So, you know, um, so anyway, we try to be mindful when it comes to, uh, what gifts we're giving them 
because like I said, we want everything we do to have purpose. And, you know, while um, we get a lot of gifts from outside, from other families, we also explain to the families what we want the girls to have. And yes, it may seem controlling in a way, but at the end of the day, I am here to raise my children in the way that I feel is going to be the best way for them to be raised, even if it's protecting their development. And so if I find that they're getting things that they're becoming possessive over and they're not sharing, then what I will do is I will return those gifts and get something else that they can share and play with together. And, you know, like I said, everything they get is each other's for them to share. But when it comes to the intensity and the possessiveness over their gifts, then we try to nip that in the bud real quick. You know, this is what I found really works when it comes to the humbleness of my children and, you know, their relationship with each other. It has worked. It's still working. And this is what I strongly believe truly matters when you're being intentional about the gifts you're giving your children. So maybe something you see works better for you, which I would love for you to share with me as well. But as far as my kids, this is what works so far. And what it is, is it uh, takes away a lot of the entitlement of what's mine versus teaching them how to share with their siblings. Okay, so that's number six. Number seven is create handmade gifts. So pretty much engage in crafting or creating handmade gifts together with your kids or your loved one. And this not only adds to a personal touch to the presence, but also it has a sense of creativity and connection among family members. For me, that is one of the, I absolutely, more than anything, I love things that were made intentionally. I love handmade gifts. Love it. I usually keep those the most. And I cherish those things because I know that someone put the time, care, and love into that gift. So, you know, for people like my family who know me, they know that the thing that I cherish the most are things that are thoughtful, thought out, things that took time, that was love was put in it, not just some, you know, shoes or uh, some fancy earphones or whatever the case, even though I like me some good headphones now, don't get me wrong. I'm an audio engineer, audio engineer by trade. So, you know, so I definitely value some head, some nice headphones, but what I really value is gifts that came from the heart. So consider doing created handmade gifts, um, with your children and put some time and, you know, and you have time to have a discussion and talk about what you're doing and, you know, what the se- the, the season means to you and, And then there's more memories that you're laying foundational wise as well. Okay. So number eight is educate on the true meaning. And as we talked about before, we want to take time to educate our children about the true meaning of the season, right? Um, That, that we are here to remember um, Yeshua's presence here and us, uh, him as our savior. And so, um, so the significance of this is also too expressing love and compassion go out and be that that which you teach right um show people love and you know um whatever that may look like to you like i said i gave examples already which is volunteering and you know going and giving to the needy and stuff like that this is the true meaning of it and so we don't want to forget that because um you know if we don't remember that how are our kids supposed to grow up and remember that so just be mindful of that Number nine is encourage act of kindness. So encourage your children to perform an act of kindness um, as part of their holiday celebration. So 
one thing I know that they that happens again, this is what we do for blessings month. This is all is not we don't wait just till December 25th to give gifts to our children or give gifts to people. We do it all month long. Right. So, you know, you don't see a Christmas tree in our house with gifts just spilling out into the floor. And so uh, what we do instead, like I said, for blessings month is we just give all month long to people it random people it doesn't matter who it is whoever we feel called to give to that's what we do and um so it's almost equivalent but um it's something that we spread out outside of our home in hopes to actually share love and joy and um to other people so one of the things that i like to do is when we're in a uh, fast food restaurant or a fast food drive through i will pay for the people behind us uh, maybe leave a note or something like that uh, just to show them that or make them feel love, like a nice note, handmade, hand wrote note or something like that. So, um, so yeah, you want to teach your children this, they see this and I guarantee you that the more they see it, the more that they will adapt those characteristics as well. And they will do the same thing when they grow up. Okay. Which leads me to number 10 lead by example. We have to be a role model for our children to embody the values we want to instill. So we want to demonstrate generosity, compassion, and the importance of spiritual reflections in our own actions during the holiday season. You already know, if you don't know, and you're new here to the Modern Dad Society podcast, uh, you should know that the best way that I feel that we can teach our kids is by showing them being the example. And so what better time to do that than starting now during the holiday season, if you feel like you have not so far. So. Thank you for listening. Um, and by incorporating these t- uh, these tips, you're not only striking a balance between gift giving, gift giving and the true meaning of the season, but also creating a space where emotions are embraced with understanding and warmth. So may your celebrations be filled not only with meaningful gifts, <laughs> but also with a rich tapestry of emotions, creating a deep connection to the joy of togetherness, love, and the spiritual significance that makes this holiday truly special. Until next time, stay present, be conscious, always.